Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's your boy, Darius D. We're on the DD Fuego Show. And if you don't know what Fuego means, if you're new here and you don't know what it means, this is what it means. This is what it means. It means fire. Okay? Because the show is fire. Hosted by the prettiest host of the century, Darius D. Me. That's me. And if you are a returning listener, thank you for coming back once again. If you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can hit me up on Instagram. Didi Fuego is the tag, and you can just DM me there, and I can answer your questions on there, or I can answer it here on the podcast, because we're going to try to do Q&As and stuff like that. So make sure you do it. Make sure you can follow that page as well. Make sure you subscribe to it, this podcast, um, when I'm referring to it. Subscribe to this podcast, whether it be on Apple, whether it be on Google Play, and whether it be on Anchor, because those are the top three platforms that people listen to myself so if you want to listen to it on there yes you can and yes you should so do that for your boy dd please all right hopefully everything is well with you wherever you are i hoping that you're having a wonderful day today we're going to talk about my top five because this is a series i like to call my top five where i talk about top five my top personal five things in a certain subject and today we're going to talk about my top five cartoons growing up. So since I was born in the late 90s, a lot of it is going to be in that time period. It's going to be relative to that. So most of the listeners are around my age. So you guys, this might be a nostalgic moment for you. If you're a little bit older, that's fine. Because I think most of the people who are a little bit older have heard of these cartoons before or seen it due to their young nephew, young niece, son or daughter. Blase by a little cousin. You know how it goes. And like the younger kids who listen to this, you've probably seen it on reruns on Nickelodeon or Disney or wherever you watch your TV or if you go on Netflix, which it's going to take over soon. Like I said, cable is going underwater soon. I don't think it's going to exist soon within the next 25 years because most people are going to just try to watch stuff on the internet because the internet is taking over. But that's like the main focal point of this episode we're going to talk about my top five favorite cartoons of all time all right stay tuned guys and i hope you enjoy this episode a famous poet once said who lives in a pineapple under the sea you want to know who spongebob squarepants all right that's not a famous poet but spongebob squarepants most of you guys have heard of it because it's one of the longest cartoons on air right now other than the Simpsons who've been running for 20 plus years I think it's 25 years now but Spongebob has been going on since 1999 I was born a year previous so technically the show is 19 years old and still running strong almost two decades almost next year is going to be 20 years old if it's still running which I think it will be because the revenue the Spongebob is getting is ridiculous also with Nickelodeon and the Universal Studios behind Nickelodeon. They really advertise him. SpongeBob has two movies so far that I know of. Um, I'm trying to see if I can remember them off top. The I had I used to play some of the video games. So that I have a couple of video games that he that was made based on him. And one of them was um Battle of Bikini Bottom. PS2. If you guys know, you know. If you don't, you don't. But that was one of the 
best games I played growing up in spite of SpongeBob. I think his um music is more iconic as well. I like his soundtrack that he has. Like I'm a goofy goober from the movie, uh, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. That was the one I was thinking about. And then he had a one that was recently that most people my age didn't like because it was CGI. And all CGI is, for those who don't know what CGI is, basically, if you go to a movie and it's not 2D character, and it's like 3D characteristics, and it kind of like Shrek, that's what CGI is. So they didn't like that because the first movie was, it was 2D. And then the second one he did was CGI, and people didn't like it. The voice of SpongeBob is very iconic. He used to be the fo- voice of Rocco. No, 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 no. He used to be the voice of Heifer in Rocco's Modern Life. And his name is Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny. So he's one of the famous voice actors for Nickelodeon. Most people around my age have heard him speak before, so he is very famous in that regard because he's been doing the same voice for the last 19 years. SpongeBob, I think, is one of the most hilarious cartoons, senseless cartoons. Like Even my mom and dad, when they would watch it with me, they would still find it funny. Some of the characters that I like is Squidward because Squidward is just funny, especially in the older seasons of the show. I think, like, the older seasons were better, but that's just me because I watched it at that time period. But I think um, Squidward was funny. I like Mr. Crab as well. Um, Patrick Starr is hilarious, too, because he's just, like, the dumb guy on the show, like, the ultimate dunce cap. But he's still, like, you like him. At the same time, you still find he's kind of annoying when you get older because, like, how dumb he's portrayed on the show. But, like, a lot of the characters, even Larry the Lobster, all these things, all these guys, all these characters, personas that are on the show, I really enjoyed it. Right now, it's at 11 seasons, over 232 episodes and counting. So, you know how serious it is. I I still have a couple of his merchandise that I bought when I was a kid. I have a blanket still. I don't sleep with that. If you're asking, I don't, but I still have it here. SpongeBob, still a good show. I don't know when it's going to end. I think it might not end for a while. I think it'll still be going on. It's not the good anymore, but then again, I'm older. so. And plus, the creative directors change as well. So how the show goes forth is how people see the show. So in the sense that, like, if you were born when in my era when it first came out, you would see it differently than somebody who was born like my little cousins, right? So at the end of the day, SpongeBob SquarePants, classic. I'm not going to spend too much time on it because if I did, I would just be talking about it all day. So many classic episodes, like the Krusty Krab Pizza episode. That one slap heavy, slap heavy. So hopefully you guys check it out. I don't know. A lot of you guys are older, so it'll just be a nostalgic moment for you guys. If you agree with me, that's cool. If you don't, that's also cool. SpongeBob SquarePants, y'all. <laughs> TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, if you guys grew up when I grew up, you guys know about this one. Well, being that said, TMNT has been around for decades now. It's been relevant since the early 1980s when they had the comic book, then they translated it to a TV show, and then 
it took a break, hit, got a couple movies, live action movies. Then it, it went down again, had a bad TV show. Then it went back again in my era in 2003 and then had another TV, sh- another TV show. And then after that, it came back as something else. So like TMNT Future, I think it was something like that, if I'm not mistaken. And around like 07, 06, still in my era. I still watched it, still liked it. Then it went blank. Then in 2012, around my brother's era, it came back in CGI. So TMNT has reinvented itself. And also it had two movies recently. I think one came out in 2014. The other one came out in 2015. Movies actually by produced by Michael Bay. Thought he was going to destroy it like he did Transformers, but he actually did a pretty good job, I, in my opinion. So there is that, and that is there. Okay, but in regards to TMNT, the first time I saw it was in 2003 when they had the Saturday morning series on, I think it wasn't PBS, but, oh, yes, for Kids TV, for Kids TV on Fox, Saturday morning TV. You guys know what it is. On every Saturday, Saturday was a clutch day for like every child I think in any era it doesn't matter since TV was created like you wake up you get your little cereal for me I had Reese's Pieces or um Cinnamon Toast Crunch get it splash the little milk in there box off the whole bowl in front of the TV watching TMNT Sonic X all these different cartoons so like my regiment I'm even going a bit off topic but for my regiment I'll just Start off with YTV, then I merge over to, and around around like ten o'clock, I would merge over to uh, Four Kids TV. Then I'll dial it back and go to Teletoon or Family Channel in the afternoon. But I didn't get Family Channel on Teletoon till like later on. So, but when they came on the channel when we got Rogers, then. I implemented that into my strategic cartoon watching, if you want to call it that. But back to the topic at hand, Team NT. It's a good show. You have Raphael, Michelangelo, Leonardo, and Donatello. And I said it in a specific order because those are the ones that I like from most to least. Donatello is cool, but it's just not my it's just wasn't my favorite character. Raphael was my favorite character. I bought a lot of their toys. They're gone now. I wish I kept them because I probably could have resold that, but you never know. But I like Raphael because he was just an angry dude. He was cheesed. <laughs> and like he was like a, such a good fighter, in my opinion. I like the weapon choice that he had. I forgot what it's called, like the Japanese term that is used, that is named after. But I know that Donatello had a bow staff. Leonardo is a leader. So you have Ninjato swords, like two twin swords. You've seen it before. And then Michelangelo, he was like the go-lucky type of guy. He was goofy as well and childish. Loved video games and pizza, basically like a kid. And he um basically was a free loving guy but he but the weapon choice for him was um nunchucks right or the official term would be nunchaku in 
Japanese. And then for Raphael, my favorite character, the official weapon choice of his was the twin size, so they looked like mini pitchforks. So that's what I had to do. That's what the, the character that I liked looking at the most. He was my favorite character growing up. Still is to this very day. I still watch some of the movies. I watch the ones that came out the last two years. I'm just a big fan. My dad was the original fan. He's the one that showed us TMNT from his day. And then I was watching it. The ones that I was watching is a little bit more dark, I found, compared to my dad's day and compared to my brother's day. But it's still good nonetheless. So TMNT. One thing I like about my childhood in an elementary school was recess. Why? It's because you got a time to run around, express all the frustration that you had going to school and stuff like that. And you got to play with your friends and you got to play basketball. That's what I did. And play like football and stuff like that. And do different things like play grounders or play tag. Recess was good. And when I went to grade nine, the one thing I missed looking back was recess. But at the end of the day, I figured out high school moves faster than elementary school. So I didn't bother. I was, I was fine with the high school. So, being that said, the segue is one of my favorite Disney shows and cartoons was Recess. Recess was a good show because, like, most of my friends watched Recess. We all connected with different characters on the show. Uh, It's a very good show because it shows you the mind of a child in a different way of life and how they they implemented that with recess, how like they were all bored and stressed out in class. But as soon as they got recess, they were free and they had different characters who each person that create, um, relate to. One of the running jokes that most people listening to this right now will know is you never want to be like a man like Randall, bro. If you're called a Randall, trust me, you didn't want to be Randall. The reason why is because Randall was a teacher's pet and he was a snake. And if you don't know what a snake is, I'm not talking about the animal. Well, partially I am, partially I'm not. A snake person is a, a person who deceives, a person who sells out other people. Like, you don't want to associate yourself with that. So that's what, who Randall was. Uh, one of my favorite characters on the show was Vince. He was an athlete. I partially got my box cut, haircut in grade 10 because of that, because I finally got to able to get that hairstyle. So another cool person on the show was TJ. He was a leader of the group. He was a sick guy, sick man. Um, who else was in there? Oh yeah, Gus was one of the nerdy guys. Uh, he was a, he was a geek, but not as popular. But because he was friends with TJ, he was also kind of popular. Mikey was a big guy who would like to niam a lot, but apparently he can sing too. Spinelli was a tough bad girl, but her parents were soft. So she had to act extra tough. And then Gretchen was one of the super smart people in their whole group. And they had different demographics within the show, which was also cool. So I really liked watching that show. It's a very interesting show, especially looking back at it now. You can see what the creators and the writers did in making that show. So that's why I find it really cool and interesting while watching that cartoon is one of my favorite ones of cartoons because like when I recess stuff 
came out. And like when we had recess of our own in elementary school, we try to reenact some of the episodes and they do a lot of game. Because one of the games that they like playing in the show the most was, um, I think it was kickball. So we tried playing kickball a lot more because of that show at that school. Also, I think they had like this one guy called King Bob who was king of the playground. So some of us tried to be like the King Bob. So it was a cool show, interesting show. I liked it a lot. And I know some of you guys are getting that nostalgic feel right now. But don't worry. There's going to be more nostalgic feel for you coming soon. The Weekenders. This is another Disney cartoon. It's one of my favorite ones growing up. A lot of my friends watch it as well. The only thing that I did not like about The Weekenders is this. Because the characters were a little bit older than I was. Because when I was watching the show... I was in elementary school. They were in like middle school, high school. And the way that it was portrayed is that middle school and high school would be so much better. It would be lit. You would be going to the beach all the time. You would get to like go to the mall, play video games, um, drink Slurpees, eat chili cheese fries, all these things. And <laughs> when I went to high school, it was a complete opposite. But, you know, the mind of a child is very imaginatory so that was fun they kind of owe me but you know what it's whatever i'm not gonna hold a grudge but weekenders it was good they had four main characters tino carver laura and tish basically they have the same stereotypes laura is like a tomboy carver is kind of goofy but he was into video games tino was an, a little bit nerdy but not too nerdy and he was into video games as well and then tish was like the mega nerd so it was pretty cool watching those guys i, I looked up to carver the most because like he had the sickest hairstyle and if you guys know what i'm talking about you know if you don't you don't but you can always look it up their clothing cool as well i was really into the show and the dynamics that they have in the rapport i learned a little bit a lot a little bit from them in their life choices and how each person was completely different but they were all and sometimes their personalities would clash, but they were all, like, the best of friends. So it was pretty cool to see that. It was on family. I didn't get to see it that much until, like, I got family channel. But that's neither here nor there. Because I also went to, like, my grandma's house after school or uh, go to my friend's house in Scarborough. And they would have that station, so I get to watch it there. And it was a very pretty good show. It would come on after school around, like, 4 o'clock. So after a long day of school... You want to escape uh, before you do some homework. Get a little snack. I would I get Doritos. Watch um some weekenders. Pretty good show. I have no complaints about it. Uh, other than the whole, I thought high school would be like that, but it's not. Other than that, it was a pretty solid show. There's not much to critique in my opinion. I'd have to rewatch it. But also, it showed me that, like, some families have different dynamics. So, like, Tino was with a single mother. I, me growing up, I was fortunate of having a father and a mother in a home. But it made my eyes open up as a young kid that not everybody has the same family dynamic as you. And if you're fortunate of having a mother and father, you should be happy about it. I'm not here to, like, get into depth about, like, what if your parents are abusive and stuff like that? I'm not talking about that, but like each 
character has their own family dynamic and required the kid to do certain things. I know like in Carver's family, if I recall correctly, he was a middle child, so he felt neglected sometimes. And then Laura, or Laura, she was a tomboy because she had mostly brothers and she was the youngest out of the brothers, so they roughed her up a bit. And then Tish is a single child, so she sometimes has problems with like connecting with other people and because she usually gets the way that she wants because of her parents and she's pretty wealthy as well. So it's pretty cool to see that show. If you haven't seen it before, I recommend you just look, take a peek at it. I don't know if you guys want to watch cartoons anymore, but it's okay to just go back and reminisce in your childhood. It's okay to always go back. One of my favorite lines in the show is um when Tino would end like the episode, he would say later days, which means see you till next time. And like in high school, me and my homies, uh, we used to say that to each other sometimes as a joke. We would be like, yo, later days, instead of just saying like, yo, see you later, or easy or later. So sometimes we would do that for fun. But it's a good show. Check it out. Pretty dope. And you know this, man. We are on the last part of this episode. And the last show that's on this list of my top five favorite cartoons is Sonic X. Now, Sonic X it's basically you've heard the name sonic before sonic the hedgehog being that sonic so the show follows sonic as he made his way down to earth and he lived he was living with this other character who was human and the human had to hide sonic and his friends in his household from the media and stuff like that but sonic also had many fight scenes and battles in the earth at this time. And then also he had a, a mega fight with Shadow the Hedgehog in space and stuff like that. So that was one of my favorite fight scenes when he faced Shadow. So technically Sonic wasn't supposed to be on planet earth, but he was there. So he has to keep the main character. I think his name was Chris had to keep Sonic, Amy and Tails in his house. And the only person who knew other than Chris was, um, I think it was his butler. Yeah, his butler knew and Chris knew, and that was pretty much it. And then Sonic ended up becoming like a big friend and protector for Chris because like Chris's parents wasn't around that much. So like Sonic became that friend or that brother that Chris never had. So it was a lot of dynamics that came in with the show, a lot of good fight scenes as well. And then Knuckles came in later on within the show. So it was a good show overall. I, I really enjoyed the fight scenes. I was a big Sonic fan growing up. Like I used to play Sonic on Game Boy and PS2 sometimes. And like when I would go to my friend's house or cousin's house, I'd get to play like Shadow the Hedgehog as well. But growing up, I was been a big, huge Sonic fan. Another Sonic game that I liked was Sonic and no, I think it's Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games 2018 Beijing for Wii. That was a pretty good game because it had Sonic in it. And like Sonic, he was just one of my favorite um, video game characters slash cartoon characters. And when I figured out he was getting his own show, Sonic X, I was amped. Because like I said, I had a strategic cartoon, Saturday morning cartoon regiment that I would stick to. An itinerary that I would always stick to. And Sonic... X would come on, I think, a little bit early in the morning. 
So I have to watch, I think, wake up around like eight ish. And then it should be get YTV, Teletoon out the way. And then Sonic would come out before like 10, 30, 11. I used to be cheese sometimes because my dad would like say, yo, we have to go to the barbers. We have to go to the barbers. But I'm like, yo, Sonic X is coming on now. And this is before the age where YouTube was at its peak, where you could rewatch episodes there. This was before Netflix. So this is like Sonic X. When you watch Sonic X, it was a continuous series. So there was barely any reruns. And like you would only see four kids on Saturday morning. So that's why I'm like, I have to watch this. I have to watch this. So Sonic X, most of you guys might not have heard of it because it wasn't that popular, but it was like enough ratings to keep it going. And I was a huge fan of Sonic. So whether the shoot was good or not as a kid, I would have to go back to see it again. But storyline for me as a cat, as a kid, I liked it. The fight scenes were pretty good for a cartoon. Not like anime. Anime probably has the best fight scenes other than action films. But if we're talking about like cartoons, cartoonish, I don't even count anime as a cartoon, but that's another story for another day. But being that said, finally, I would like to say Sonic X is one of the best shows that I've watched as a kid. Now, as the show progresses, we have one more segment. This is called Wrap It Up DD, and you guys should know that by now. We're going to wrap up and sum up the show for you, so stay tuned. Okay, this is the end. This is the end. This is the end. So we're going to wrap up the show for you guys once again. All right, so starting with SpongeBob, we know SpongeBob, everybody has heard or seen it at least once or another time in their life. And SpongeBob still relevant to this day. You can see the memes still going out there on social media, Instagram and whatnot, Tumblr, whatever you use. You've seen a SpongeBob meme before, and you probably even use it yourself. Put it in their little group chat, whatever. Second show with TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Third show, Recess. Another good show, classic. Number four, The Weekenders. Every person who was growing up underneath them wanted their weekend to be like that. Nine times out of ten is not like that at all. But, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. And when you become an adult, you're just a bigger kid with more issues and more stuff to do. So we have that in the Weekenders. And also, lastly, we have Sonic X. Been a Sonic fan. Will always be a Sonic fan. Sega, I love that game. To the end of the age. All right. So it's been a pleasure reporting this podcast once again. If you have your own personal list, feel free to... uh DM me on Instagram, DD Fuego. Show me your list. I might even say it at the beginning of one of the episodes if you want to be shouted out. That's awesome. Make sure you follow me there. Also follow me on my main page. Underscore DD the Suave Kid. That is my Instagram tag. We're trying to take over with the prettiest host of all time. Your boy DD. What are you guys saying? What are you guys doing? All right. Much appreciated once again. Make sure you share this on your social media platforms, wherever they are. Also, listen to this on Apple, listen to it on Google, listen to this on Anchor app. Also, if you're inspired by this podcast and you want to make your own, feel free to use the Anchor app to do so. It's a great way to start off your own podcast. And there's no excuse for you not to do it because it's basically self-explanatory when they 
go on the app. They'll explain everything for you to even start the app. So if you want to start your own podcast, feel free to do it. It's your world, man. Might as well just give it your best shot. Okay. This is officially the end. So you guys, make sure you do all the things that I ask you nicely to do. Hopefully you guys enjoy the day, whatever day you're listening to this, whether it's this weekend or whether it's on Monday morning, on your way to work, make sure you have a good day, a good productive day and be positive. And yo, the sky is the limit. Actually, no, it's not. You can't say the sky is the limit because man has walked on the moon. So the only person in his life who's going to stop you is yourself. So make sure you put your best foot forward, you work hard, you do what you got to do, use your talents, use your skills. Ladies, don't be a toy, fellas. Don't be a sweet boy. This is your boy, Darius D, signing off once again. So just chill to the next episode.